And good morning, everybody. Uh, it's good to be together again, isn't it? Today, we're looking at the good news of reconciliation. You know, the good news of reconciliation for uh, people can often sound a bit like, you remember those, um, you remember those beauty pageants things? I'd never watched them, of course. But apparently, every girl always said that she wanted world peace. And I suppose the good news of reconciliation is a bit like that. Everyone wants to see reconciliation between people, except, of course, the people that you personally don't want to be reconciled with, which is your problem. Well, today, of course, we see around us a huge need great need for reconciliation. I suppose this week we've all been looking at the bomb-type explosion in Beirut. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but Jackie and I saw this extraordinary video uh, of someone videoing a girl about to get married and all her wedding dress and everything being videoed as she sat out in, the, in, in a square in Beirut. And in the middle of this filming of the video, suddenly there is an enormous explosion and everything goes flying and you see the impact very vividly of what is happening and it reminds us of course that this conflict in the middle east has been going on for so many years so many different groups of people who uh, are antagonistic towards each other firing rockets at each other bombing each other, trying to get their away by violence, and so much uh, international pressure that has failed to bring reconciliation. And I suppose the, the Beirut thing is it has accentuated to us the international need for reconciliation, that countries, nations should be reconciled if we're going to live in peace and enjoy our lives together. <clears throat> and of course, it also comes down to the personal for us as well, doesn't it? Uh, you know, sometimes we see examples of breakdown of relationships that are quite vivid. And I suppose recently that will be true of Harry and Meghan and William and Kate. There seems to have been this huge uh, breakdown between them uh, that has resulted in us all watching this uh, in our newspapers and in our uh, television news etc we're just seeing how destructive such breakdowns can be the wedding was wonderful wasn't it harry and megan's wedding absolutely wonderful full of hope and joy and now look what has happened but our society in England as a whole is polarized. So many people so intolerant of views other than their own. So many people ready to be offended. So many people ready to really be easily offended and so much breakdown of relationship. Bullying on social media etc. But we as Christians have the good news. We as Christians have the good news of reconciliation. 
Jesus has come. It was promised in Isaiah that when he came, there will be a multiplication of nations in the kingdom. And that has certainly been true, that we as Christians can look across the world and see other Christians from every nation nearly. And certainly uh, we have seen huge growth in the kingdom of God. But what is this reconciliation? You know, I think some people identify reconciliation and forgiveness as the same thing. But I don't think they are. I think forgiveness is the beginning of reconciliation. But reconciliation is more than forgiveness. It is the restoration of our loving relationships. It's a restoration of respect. It's the restoration of love. It's the restoration of the joy of human relationship. And how does this happen? Well, Ephesians chapter 2 is a very famous passage in the Bible. I just want to remind you of. In verse 15 of chapter 2 of Ephesians, Paul writes, Jesus came that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace, and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. What a wonderful phrase that is, killing the hostility. In Jesus, there is a new creation. And in Jesus too, we see this creation of a new world. Well, it's so exciting to know this gospel of reconciliation that it is actually about bringing together people who have been historically hostile with each other into one new person. We don't continue as sort of reformed old ways people. We don't have a sort of makeover. We don't adjust our attitudes. We come to the King of Kings and he creates in us the ability to be a new person. Isn't that wonderful? So that we can be new and the people around us can be new people as well with new attitudes and new reconciled ways. Because first and foremost, Jesus wants to reconcile us both to himself, to God. And so we're both coming from the same broken, uh, broken areas of life and we're coming to God and we're both made new. And this is the new relationship. Well, what is it then? What is it not, maybe? Let's look again at what it's not. It's not only not just forgiveness, but it's not closure. You know, so many people in our society want some sort of action that they feel is justified. That if this action is taken, they'll get closure, which means that they can, in theory anyway, put aside this antagonism, put aside this broken relationship and say, it's done. Wipe their hands of it and move on. 
but that's not what reconciliation is because reconciliation goes beyond closure in the sense that God gets closure about his problem with us, our rebellion against him. And he restores that relationship. It's his initiative. It's his way of dealing with us that he wants us returned to this loving, wonderful relationship with our heavenly father. And so he's provided a way. It's not closure for us. It's new life for us. And it's not compromise. It's not closure and it's not compromise. God doesn't bend himself a little to reach some sort of agreement with mankind. You know, a sort of Brexit for the world, some sort of negotiated situation. He doesn't say, okay, I'll be uh, willing to be half holy if you're willing to only commit half the normal rate of sin. He doesn't reach some sort of accommodation with us, some sort of compromise. The great thing about the cross is that in the cross, Jesus was reconciling us because he was taking the judgment due to us on himself. And in return, we are released to be reconciled to God. God's justice and God's mercy meet on the cross. The justice is meted out in Jesus's death and his mercy reaches out to us, offering us the creation of something new. And that's what we see in 1 Corinthians, uh, 2 Corinthians, sorry, chapter 5, when Paul talks about reconciliation and he, he's, he's talking about reconciliation as being a new creation. And he says, when anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. Behold, the old has gone, the new has come. And so this changes everything. From now on, he says, we see people differently. Our old judgments and our old attitudes have gone. Because now we see people differently. We're looking at them through the loving eyes of the Lord himself. As he leads us in this new, creating, new creation that we are. All this, Paul says, is from God who reconciles us to himself. Our old has gone. Our new has come. Reconciliation with the Lord is the wonderful fruit of our salvation. As we reach out to Jesus and as we say, Lord, thank you for taking my place in the judgment of God. We reach out to the Lord, our Heavenly Father, and say, thank you, Lord, for reconciling us to yourself. And then we can look around at everywhere, around us at people and situations, and we can be messengers of peace, messengers of reconciliation. We can be people, as the church should be, the church <clears throat> that proclaims peace through Jesus. You know, things look intractable in so many situations. 
They can look intractable, they can look impossible to the human eye, but with God all things are possible. And reconciliation is possible in all sorts of situations that right now you might think are intractable. Reach out. Reach out to Jesus. Be reconciled with God. And look and pray for the reconciliation of all things. For one day this will happen. There will come a day when God makes all things new. Everyone who reaches that position will know the wonder of every nation in harmony, all people in peace. And we look forward to that day as Christians. We are expectant that that will be our future. And in the meantime, we reach out to each other. What about you? My friends looking on, what about you? Has your old fully gone? Have you reset? Have you restored life? This is an opportunity to walk in peace, to be reconciled with one another, and to be reconciled to God. And because of our reconciliation with God, we are created new and we can be reconciled to each other. From small issues to huge things that seem to dominate our life somehow, it can all change because the power of God is with us and in us to be reconciled to each other. So let's do that. Can I challenge you today? Let's do that together. Let's be a church full of the peace and joy of reconciled people. One new man in Christ. No colour barrier. No social barrier. No barriers to our relationship. Because Jesus welcomes us all. Amen.